Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Now. Back to more of the High School Football Scoreboard Show. Brought to you by QC Kinetics. Non-surgical solution for chronic pain. And Mark Spain. Go to MarkSpain.com to get a guaranteed offer on your home today and start packing. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. This was my chance to rewrite my story. Mill Creek High School Band bringing us back. As we start the 11 o'clock hour here on the Scoreboard Show, abbreviated version of the High School Scoreboard Show, this next to last week of the regular season for high school football here in the state of Georgia, Sam Crenshaw along with Chris Parker. Uh, we had Demi and Day-Day Lewis out in the field for us tonight. And, oh, my goodness, we got Garrett Chapman on the other side of the glass, you know, over there working for you tonight. Uh, some scores we pick up with because we're going to check, we'll check in with our guests momentarily. Creekside's the winner, 64-6 over Tri-Cities. They clinch the region championship. We talk about region championships and teams uh, that we look to see in the postseason. They got that done tonight in the way they've done things for much of the season. Loganville, 32, Flowery Branch, 28 is the final score uh, tonight. Also, the pass along. There was another one, Thomas County Central. This was a big game going in the south central of the state. Uh, Thomas County Central, 31, Lee County, 24. Yo, Thomas Boston. County Central yeah. playing great football. Yeah, yeah, fantastic team, fantastic team. Side County, we know what these guys do every week, right? 36 nothing over Marion County. They're just on a roll. They're, yeah, they're just winning. That's, that's what they do. That's what they've done all season long. All right, we talk about games out on the west area of our, 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 our listening area in Cobb County. Uh, John Batnarowski, Marietta Daily Journal, he's keeping an eye on it for us tonight, and he's had some time. He's going to slow down and take some time and join us here on the scoreboard show. John, how are you doing this evening? Doing good, fellas. How about yourself? Doing great, doing great. You just checking in. It was next to the last week of the regular season, and still, you know, some things have decided, but there's some things that are undecided. And I um, mean, which ones you've been watching out your way tonight? That Wheeler Kennesaw Mountain game was was an interesting one. Yeah, you know, uh, Kennesaw Mountain has struggled just about the entire season uh, for one reason or another. Uh, but tonight they put the uh, that they scared uh, Wheeler. It must be getting close to Halloween. Put the uh, <laughs> uh, scared him to death there. Uh, but Wheeler came back, scored a touchdown there. Oh, within the last four minutes of the game, I believe, pull that one out. Uh, you know that sets up uh, some interesting stuff next week because Wheeler's going to go play uh, Walton. And uh, Osborne's going to play North Cobb. And, uh, you know, nothing has actually been decided in that region yet. Now, you know, the scales of justice are tilted very heavily in Walton's favor right now after they beat Osborne tonight. But um, uh, nothing is set in stone over there other than the fact that those are the four playoff teams coming from Region 5-7A. 
Yeah, Wheeler wins their seventh game tonight. First time they won seven games since 2006 and only the second time since 1997. So great job by Coach Love and really looking forward to seeing what they can do next week. Walton will be a tough challenge for them. Yep, yep. To talk about what Coach Love has done, I had a chance to spend some time with him this week uh, because when everybody thinks Wheeler, they think basketball. Um, but he's been able to come in there and, and get to, and players to hang around and, and believe and, um, you know, they're going out and they're winning some games this season. Yeah, and, uh, you know, we've discussed it before. I'll tell you what, the, the thing that impresses me most about Wheeler is they're not flashy, but doggone it, they are fundamentally sound. You want to put a hat on a hat, you're supposed to be here. That's exactly where they're at, and that's why they've been uh, winning this year. They're just you know, they don't beat themselves. And in, and a lot of times in high school football, that's the most important thing. John, talk about the Harrison-Marietta game. Marietta gets the win. Uh, Marietta, it's only their third win of the year, but it's their second region win. It's going to make sure they clinch, they'll clinch a playoff spot with that win. Talk about the Marietta right. team that won the, won the state championship several years ago, playing brutal schedules the last few years. Not great records, but still a pretty good team that gets better as the year goes on. Well, you know, that's uh, Coach Morgan's uh, idea. He always says iron sharpens iron, and uh, that's why he plays that difficult schedule to make sure that he's uh, got his team ready uh, for the region games. And uh, with the win tonight um, and North Paulding uh, knocking off Hillgrove, we know the four teams in that region are going to be McEachern, who's off, but they won the region last week. Marietta will play North Paulding for the number two seed next week. The loser will be the three, and the four, uh, Harrison will be the four seed after uh, uh, after Marietta got them tonight. Uh, you know, Marietta's been a solid team. Uh, they've been in – just about every game they've played this year, with the exception of uh, Roswell, really, um, at, at least for the first half, you know, that Walton got away from them, North Cobb got away from them in the second half. But, uh, you know, they're just a little bit undersized on an offensive line. And, uh, you know, when when you're playing in the highest classification like that, it's hard to get away with that uh, a lot of times. And when Ma- when Marietta is able to put a hat on a hat and get the running game going a little bit, all of a sudden things are a little bit easier for Chase McCravey and uh, a talented g- group of uh, receivers. It's just a matter of uh, making sure everybody stays upright. We're spending time here on the scoreboard show with John Batnarowski, Marietta Daily Journal, keeping an eye on all things in that part of, the, uh, of our area. Um, I'm looking at another team that's having a – a good season right now. They got picked up a win tonight with Sprayberry. Um, thoughts about that that team and what they've been able to do this year. And uh, they in line that well, they still got some work to get done to to make it into the postseason. Are they pretty much there? No, it's going to come down to uh, next week's game against Pope, who is uh, a little bit uh, revitalized. Pope. Uh, it took them a while to get that first win. They got that last week. Now they've won two in a row. We're going to match up Pope. Uh, Sprayberry goes to Pope next week. Winner gets the four seed uh, out of that region. You know, Sprayberry has beaten the teams they're supposed to beat. Uh, you know, they're not, you know, they're, Brett Vavra's got a, a, 
a competitive team over there. They're a solid team. They're a run-first team. But they're, they don't have the talent level to beat the Roswells and the Blessed Trinities and Alpharetta's this year. And uh, so they've beaten the teams that they were supposed to beat. Tonight they beat Laster. Um, you know, they've beaten Johns Creek. Uh, so now we're going to go and play uh, Pope, and we'll see what happens with that one next week. That's going to re- – I really think that's going to be a good football game because despite – Pope only having those two wins, they've been very competitive uh, early on in the season. You could tell that the the coaching and the level of talent was better this year early. You could see them making steady improvement uh, to where, you know, they've got a shot at the postseason coming up next week. Wow. One more team out in that area I want to talk to you about is North Cobb Christian. Uh, They're on a roll right now. Um, We talked about there earlier and the fact that they've just been like the pleasant surprise of that region and really from the pleasant surprise of the Metro Atlanta Region 6-2A. They've won again tonight. They're 8-1. North Cobb Christian got by them uh, back in September. Tell us about this team and, and, uh, you know, they got best academy to go, but as far as rolling into the postseason. Well, they beat Best uh, Academy tonight. This was North Cobb Christian. I believe this was their final regular yep. season game. So they yep. will, uh, I think they finished 8-2. and two, Yep. And uh, they're going to get a bye week to heal up the bumps and bruises before the playoffs. Teddy Gerard, a name to uh, keep an eye on, is a freshman quarterback. Doesn't look like a freshman because um, all they've done is win. So uh, give them a lot of credit. Matt Jones, the son of Steve Jones, the former uh, Walton head coach and Cobb County athletic director, is running the show over there. And, uh, you know, and uh, a key offensive assistant that joined him this year as assistant head coach is some guy by the name of Gary Varner, who knows a little thing about winning some football games yeah, he who won does. a state title over there at Alatoona. So uh, they've got the pieces in place over there, and uh, things are going. Yeah, that's a group that uh, won tonight to finish 8-2. and two. They won't play next week. They're off next week. They're the region champions, and as my, my history here is accurate, that would be their first ever region championship. That, so. Yes, that is correct. They did win a uh, division title when uh, – when it was split in halves, but they didn't get that uh, coveted region title. So this was their first. Yeah, hey, you know, we did have a region title one here in Cobb County uh, tonight. Um, unfortunately, it wasn't a Cobb County team. It was Carrollton. Carrollton came over here to uh, uh, Smyrna and yeah. played Campbell. And um, I don't know if you guys have heard of this kid but uh, Carrollton's got a quarterback by the name, I think it's Juju Lewis. Yeah, yeah. And boy, is he pretty good. <laughs> yeah. I told Sam I thought he was going to actually be okay. Yeah, I think he's I think he's going to be okay. Got a future. Yeah. yeah. I think if he practices a little bit, he may do something. <laughs> they, uh, they, they beat Campbell 63-7 to tonight. And, um, you know, Campbell is not a bad football team. Campbell is going to go to the playoffs. Campbell um, – you know, they can run the ball on just about anybody. Uh, when I say just about, uh, Carrollton was that team that they couldn't. So it was 
that that was a master class put on by the Trojans tonight. Yeah, Carrollton's doing that to a lot of people, John. But they did. Um, Carrollton finishes the regular season nine and one. They're off next week too, Sam. So they finished nine and one. Carrollton uh, over Campbell. Campbell is going to finish fourth in that region. It looks like, and will um, make the playoffs. So, you know, I know it wasn't Campbell's night tonight, but you know, one of the better seasons Campbell's had in a while. I have my if my dad here is correct, it's been about six years since they made the playoffs, and they've only made it once in the last. Um, I think sixteen years, man. Yeah, so still a great season. Still great great season, season so far for Campbell. It's, it's yeah. not a not a not a not a uh, great outcome tonight, folks. We've been been spending time here with John Betnarowski, getting us up to date. What are you looking for in this last week? You got a number of games going the last week before you get into your postseason. Um, and are you, I know you're ready for the postseason because we always talk about you and your preseason edition <laughs> and how much work goes into that. You you haven't hit the wall yet, have you? Well, you know, and, and I'm sure you guys get a little bit like this, too. You know, about week seven, you're just numb by that point, and you're just waiting for, you know, if you can get to Thanksgiving and you can still keep your head up and your eyes open, you should be okay. Yeah. That's uh, a pretty but good yeah, description. You know, next week, a lot of big games. We've got, um, like I said earlier, we've got uh, Wheeler heading to Walton. We've got North Cobb playing Osborne. I feel a little bit bad about uh, for Osborne because they finally make the playoffs and then they lose their starting quarterback, uh, Edward Burr. Um, so, uh, you know, they're still playing a little defense. They held, and, and this might not sound right, they held Walton to 35 points tonight. Yeah, so, that's, uh, that's better than most people have done. <laughs> um, you know, Marietta's at North Paulding, or no, Marietta hosts North Paulding. That'll be for the uh, two seed. Uh, McEachern comes off a of bye week. It's the annual battle down in Powdertown next week. We've got uh, Hillgrove uh, and McEachern tangling. Um, Whitfield Academy got a big win tonight, beat Mount Vernon in double overtime. They will play for a region title next week. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to think because uh, my brain is mush. Oh, no. Uh, so, <laughs> not so that. I'm not, you know, I'm not 100% sure what's left on the docket, but that's. Uh, that's plenty. That's plenty. <laughs> that's plenty oh, for next week. There, okay. there, there is one more. Alatoon is going to go play at River Ridge. And they've got, I believe, the longest playoff streak in the county on the line. They're going to need to beat River Ridge to uh, make it. It's either going to be 14 or 15 straight years. Man. Wow. So that's all coming up. Those are the adventures. Those are the games to watch for next Friday night. John Betnarowski, as always, we uh, enjoy having you on. Where can people go and read more about it tomorrow morning? Uh, MBJonline.com, CobbFootballFriday.com. Make sure you uh, – Follow us on Twitter at Cobb Football Friday. Keep up with all the scores, especially now with the uh, playoffs getting ready to start. Uh, you know, we're at all the games. We update that with the live scoreboard every Friday night. Fantastic. And we appreciate you taking some time to be with us on this Friday night. Um, fantastic stuff. Thanks so much. Always great to have you. Anytime, fellas, anytime. All right. That is John Betnarowski, Marietta Daily Journal, getting us up on things in Cobb County. Got more scores. I'm going to try to check in with a couple of these. Winning coaches tonight before we get out of here at the top of the hour. You stay with us. It's Friday night, and it's the Scoreboard Show, high school scoreboard show here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game and 92.9thegame.com.
Keeping it local. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is the High School Football Scoreboard Show. Brought to you by QC Kinetics, non-surgical solution for chronic pain. And Mark Spain. Go to markspain.com to get a guaranteed offer on your home today and start packing. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Sounds of the Parkview High School marching band as we return to the scoreboard show on this Friday night. Sam Crenshaw along with Chris Parker. We got Garrett Chapman working the other side of the glass. Um, the night down there, they were playing that song quite the night because it's, it's the night of a big, big game for them. Some other scores out in that part of town. Grayson's a winner over Archer. 41-14 uh, finals. Grayson was a winner uh, in, in that contest tonight. We talked about Duluth being a winner. 29-21 over Meadow Creek. 7-2 Duluth is now. 7-2. Yeah, best season in a long time for Duluth. Great job, guys. Great job with them. Collins Hills a winner over Central Gwinnett. Uh, 35-0. Mill Creek over the Cule of 41-0 final uh, in that one. Buford 51-0. Uh, they were winners over Mountain View tonight. Uh, North Gwinnett 62 Nothing over Discovery. We talked about the North Gwinnett game coming up with Norcross next week. Berkmar over Seconder because Seconder was on a roll. 34-17, you know, just a few weeks ago, they won the first game ever in school history. And then won another one. And then won another. <laughs> and now they've lost to Berkmar. Berkmar win their third game of the season uh, with Coach Andrico Hines in his first season. He came over from... Langston Hughes Langston last Hughes. year as office coordinator set the state record for points scored. Yeah. How about that? Yep, 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 yep. So a big win for them tonight. Just some scores around uh, around Gwinnett County. But a game a lot of people watch. Whenever this game is played, Chris, it's always a big deal because the schools are so close together in the communities and everybody knows each other. Uh, and nobody knows this better than the person who's the head coach right now at Parkview High School. Joe Sturdivant joins us now. Uh, after Parkview gets a 43-24 win, over at Brookwood tonight, and coaches, your first win over Brookwood as head coach at Parkview. Welcome to the Scoreboard Show. Hey guys, thank you so much for having me on. I appreciate it, Coach. Congratulations on the win. What was the what was the turning point, or what was the key parts of the game that got you guys to separate a little bit? Um, yeah, I think we came out in the second half, had a huge stop on defense, and then we uh, we returned the punt. It got called back, but we turned the punt for a touchdown. And they're getting called back with the excitement. That's what we needed is that big play to really change the tide, march down the score, got another big stop. Um, and then, you know, uh, one of our bigger backs, and we're to our, you know, third 
third or fourth guy end up taking a huge run off the off the right edge for you know big big touchdown run and that just set the tone that uh we were going to finish this thing and you know, the guys you know settled down you know big game they haven't been brookwood in three years so there's a lot of a lot of nerves and excitement and um you know they, they settled down started playing with technique and they made some plays and got the stops we needed this is always such a big week for this particular game and and you've been a part of it going back a, a lot of years what 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 was it like then and what is different now or has it changed at all um you know i think back then there's a little bit more more fans in the stands um but um you know it's, it's still the exact same you know it's the same feelings you know i felt I mean, it, was, it was weird being back 20 years later right um <laughs> and now on, now on the headset and uh, you, you want to go out there and play with them um but it's, it's still the same thing it's a great rivalry both teams are well coached and you know you know it's going to be a battle uh to start off and that you know it's everybody plays up for rivalry games so um i was excited you know i i think Thing now, it's just the, the game's just a little bit different. We, we're back then we were both, you know, in 32 personnel, 22 personnel, pounding the rock on each other, you know, uh, tight games, low scoring games, and then to, you know tonight it's you know spread the balls being thrown around a little bit more. And, uh, but it's uh, definitely definitely a lot of fun to to still be a part of it and to be you know the head coach and to take part few Panthers to go play Brookwood. Coach, let's talk a little bit about your region. You got six good teams in your region, including Brookwood. Four of them are going to make the playoffs. But, I mean, all six of these teams are quality football teams. And South Gwinnett beat Newton last night. So, if I'm seeing this right, Archer's 3-1. and one, Grayson beat Archer. Grayson's 3-1. and one, Parkview's 3-1. and one, Newton's 2-2. Two and two. T- t- Tell me what the, <laughs> what, what's, what's going to happen here in this region, my man. You, you guys are, are – you're playing Grayson next week. Yes, sir. The winner of that game is what? Uh, winner of that game should be the should be a champion. Should, should be a champion yeah. region, yeah, but yeah. Archer Archer has to lose. So that, Archer they, and uh, Newton play really right. Good. So yeah, it depends so on who wins both games. That, I guess that yeah. depends on that depends on that. So um, and that's and you know, Archer's a really good football. Everybody everybody's well coached. Yeah. Everybody in our in our region is really good, and they have athletes that can beat you at any second. You got to be on point. You got to make plays. You can't have penalties. You just got to be smart. And ultimately, we just got to take care of you know take care of business and do our job. And let the chips fall as they may. That's you know, right. When people talk about Sam, when people talk about Georgia football being really good, yeah, I think of regions like this, and I think of Coach and Parkview and Brookwood, and they're battling the night. And Brookwood's right now struggling in that region. Yeah, I mean, all six teams are really good though. Yeah. Four are gonna make the playoffs. All six of them are pretty good. And actually, three or four of these teams are region champ type teams. One of them's gonna be the region champ. Yeah, and so that's exciting. Coach, what are you guys focusing on as you move forward? What's got to get better? As you get into this next part of your season, trying to win the region, trying to make a deep playoff it's, run, we've got to take care of ourselves and worry about ourselves. We 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 will make a third down stop and get a penalty, and that has killed us all year in every big game. We have got to get our little ducks off the field and play disciplined football. It's been the same since I got here when I inherited. We got to play disciplined football, and we got to take care of our own heart and our love for each other should outweigh or want to talk crap or want to worry about the other team. We got to focus on ourselves. And that's what that to me is it's not the it's not our skill. We have the skill to do it. We have the players to do it. We have the big boys. We have the running backs. We have the defense backs. We have the linebackers. We have every every athlete we need to be successful. Now we need the heart and the mindset that to not worry about anything else. It's about us. It's about cheering on your teammates and encouraging your teammates and not letting somebody else get in your head because 
I, I truly believe that football is an opportunity to teach you about life. If you can't handle adversity in these moments and big-time situations, then we're going to fall apart in life, and we got to make sure we, we get our heart issues right and our mindset right uh, going into grace and going into the playoffs. It's, it's about every moment and not you know being a neutral thought. You cannot get into – try to get in the fourth year or back down the first year, stay in neutral thought and focus on each play and celebrate with your teammates because that's what it's about. Those are the guys you're battling with, not the other team. There's another color jersey. Yep, yep. That's Coach Joe Stutter over, over at Parkview High School. His team was – teams were winners tonight uh, over Brookwood 43-24. Uh, what did coming back to beat Newton last week tell you about your team? The disappointing loss with Archer. You turned around against a Newton team, but nobody seemed to be able to figure them out. Uh, coming into that game, yet you were able to get a, a victory at their place last week. What did that tell you about the makeup of your team and the possibility? It was our ability to bounce back. We finally played with that, that passion and the fire and a bounce to our step. It was kind of like when, when, our, when our, our running back trailing went down, you felt the air kind of went out of our sails. And our mindset that week was really dull before the game. It was just a weird setting against Archer. And they, they just played harder than us. And I told our guys, it's not – it's about how hard you play. You can't just show up and be like, hey, we got athletes here. We're just going to win. You have to go win a game, especially everybody we play has got a target on Parkview's back, right? Shoot, everybody in our region's got big, giant targets. You're going to get everybody's best game. We're all fighting for a playoff chance. And so to get that win against uh, Newton with all that, I mean, they're fastest, one of the fastest teams I've ever seen. And you have to box it up and you have to change. You can't run your regular defense. You've got to have an answer and keep that ball bottled up and not let his legs get – you know, you got to make his legs stop before he gets to the line of scrimmage. So uh, hopefully we kind of wrote a little bit of a blueprint on, on what to do and, you know, just uh, you know, having our guys buy into what we're, what we're teaching and preaching in, in our, you know, in our fundamentals and techniques is what's going to carry you in, in big games. Fantastic, fantastic things this team's been able to do. Chris, that's remarkable. We saw these guys play Kale early in the season, uh, you know, the Corky Kale kick off the season, and so impressive. In that win, you were saying, well, these guys are going to – Yeah, they're for real. I mean, yep. they're for real. But they played – they're battle-tested, played a lot of good teams. And like Coach said, if they can uh, take care of some self-imposed wounds, it looks like. Well, we've gotten to see you play a little bit, Coach, because you guys are on TV a few times, and we watch you here in the studio. you got a very talented team. So, I look forward to following you guys for through the playoffs and seeing what all you can accomplish. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate it, guys. All right, thanks so much. Now, you got you on the bus yet, or you got you guys going to yep. – you guys going to ride back, or are you going to jog back? <laughs> Hey, after all these penalties, I might make them run back. I might get them all. We're on the bus right now, but, you know, we'll see. Yeah, safe travels, Coach. Safe travels, Coach. All right. All right. I appreciate you all. Take all care. Right. Okay, now that is Coach Joe Sturdivant. That's a short ride back home, but it'd be, yeah. a, happy, but it'd be a happy one tonight after getting that win over Brookwood. <laughs> short or long, it's always a much better <laughs> ride when you won, Sam, yeah. that's for sure. Absolutely, absolutely. So they got them. When you mentioned that region and the way it stacks up, my goodness, and one of the teams – you know, all they did was win tonight with South Gwinnett. They won yesterday. They, they, they got a win. And you really kind of not talking about them because they, they got three region losses. Yeah, they're 5-4 and four on the year, but they've lost tough games. They play Brookwood next week if they win and uh, Newton loses to Archer, they would make the playoffs. If Newton beats Archer, they can't make the playoffs. Wow. But, yeah, South Gwinnett having a nice season under Coach Lamar, got a chance to have a 6-4 and four record if they win next week against Brookwood, uh, that would actually be their best record since 2016. So, Wow. Yeah. It's one of, one of those regions, one of those regions. We watch it go right down to the wire in the final games 
uh, next week. I tell you, a team that has won their region, which is Peter's region champions, Whitworth Academy. They beat Monday's Mill 38-8 to tonight uh, to clinch their region championship. So, shouts out to the War Eagles for getting that done uh, tonight down in College Park. Yeah, how about Gainesville wins the region 41-14 to over North Forsyth. And I got to slip in the Dragons, picking Dragons one over White County. Yes, they did. 39-37, yes, big win did. for the Dragons. A big win for them getting a win tonight. That was fantastic to see. LaGrange is a winner over Fayette County, 48-13. Stars Mill, 41. North, North Clayton, 6. Um, let me see, going to find any more down on that region. Um, Whitewater over Riverdale. Whitewater, 56. Nothing winners there. Troop, 28. Uh, Trinity Christian, 14. That is a final. McDonough over Luella. Uh, McDonough. No, no, they make that right. Luella over McDonough. McDonough. Yeah. Uh, 30 to 28 final. Luella with that one. And we mentioned earlier that Stockbridge is simply rolling. They got that win 31 7 over Pace Academy tonight. Yeah, big win. How about them Chapel Hill Panthers? 28 8 winners over Lithia Springs. Chapel Hill 7 and 2. Okay. okay. Another place okay. I used yeah. to work. You know, yeah. 7 and 2. Got a. Probably probably seven and two for the first time since, you know, somebody else was coaching the ball. Yeah, we think so. Think so. Yeah, That's probably, the way I think, it so. think so. Congratulations to Coach Stevens. The guy's doing a good job. Yeah, he is doing a great job out there. Adairsville went over Bremen tonight, twenty eight twenty one. Adairsville seven and two. Adairsville, nice win over Bremen. That's a big win. Big region win. Both teams had about the same record. Um, big, big win. Congratulations to those guys. Lanier. Moves to eight and two. Finish regular season night with a winner of Shallow, thirty twenty eight. Maybe a little closer than people thought. But okay. Big win for Lanier, eight and two on the year for Lanier. Lumpkin over Dawson County, thirty four twenty three. Lumpkin still undefeated. Lumpkin nine and zero. Oh. Yeah. Best record in school history. Fantastic. Fantastic. You stay tuned when we come back. Rusty Mansell's going to join us. Uh, we're going to talk with Rusty. Talk more high school. Talk to some recruits he may have seen tonight. A great game that they were working tonight over score, uh, for Score Atlanta, Peachtree Television. That and more when you stay with us. We wrap things up on this Friday night, the Scoreboard Show, the high school scoreboard show on Sports Radio 929 The Game and 929 The Game.com. Scoreboard Show. Friday night, under the light. Brought to you by QC Kinetics, non-surgical solution for chronic pain. And Mark Spain. Go to MarkSpain.com to get a guaranteed offer on your home today and start packing. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Carrollton High School Band bringing us back for our final segment of the scoreboard show for this Friday evening. So glad that you've been with us. Sam Crenshaw along with Chris Parker. Got Garrett Chapman working on the other side of the glass. And my goodness, we were just talking with Coach Joe Sturdivant from out at Parkview in the last segment. And someone who was watching two other teams from that region joins us now. Uh, and, and Rusty Benzel, what you might hear him, the steakhouse, the morning's here. There's so many different, so many different hats that he's wearing. Yeah, Rusty's everywhere, man. And now he's with us. <laughs> yeah. I was going to call in one night. <laughs> well, we appreciate it because your games sometimes run kind of late, but we're glad you got to check in with us. Talk, talk about your, uh, the team you got a chance, the teams you saw tonight. I tell you what, man, you, you talk about that word. You, you, these old coaches, Coach Parker knows this. It's that, it's that get right game. And Grayson, uh, man, they just came out. And I could tell the pregame, they looked like they had a little bit extra juice to them. And, Kind of knowing that they control their destiny. If they win tonight, if they win tonight, and they win next week, they're region champs. And I was talking to the Grayson staff before, and there's all kind of craziness 
in this region, but mm-hmm. everybody knows one thing. That Region 4 matches up with Region 1 in the first round, and a number four team is going to Colquitt, a number three team is going about Austin two weeks. So everybody's jockeying, trying not to do that right now, and Grayson um, got one more win. If, you know, And they were telling me if they don't win that, likely they could finish three, and they would be at Valdosta uh, in two weeks. Yeah, really impressed with. We saw Grayson at Court Kell. I walked down on the field. I thought it was one of the better looking teams in the warm ups. They won a lot of warm ups this year, Rusty. Uh, yeah, I tell you what, they come out of that white on white tonight. They, Rusty man, still don't look like that in white on white. Those <laughs> dudes look different now. <laughs> they got a great team, but you know, there's six decent teams in that region. You know, four gonna make the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, Archer's been nice. Brookwood's, you know, not a bad team. They're just struggling. But South Gwinnett beat Newton yesterday. How about that? Yeah, How threw a wrench that? in that Everybody. region. Yeah, everybody talked. Yeah, it really last night. It really my, my phone kind of blew up last night. Going, hey man, South Carolina just beat Newton. I was like, wait a minute, what? And went in and checked that. It kind of, kind of turned the turned the keys up a little bit on our game. But I'll tell you this: a lot of recruits, a lot of commits, a lot of Division One kids, obviously on the Grayson side. But I'll tell you this: they got a twenty twenty six linebacker that's already ranked just about by everybody as a top fifteen player in the country. And, Tyler Atkinson, man, he is the real deal. They moved him to inside backer, and and uh, I, I tell you, I've been watching him tonight. The way he he chased the ball down from a, he chased a uh, Archer running back down, and when I tell you he chased him down, I only chased him down. He punched the ball out and got the fumble on a huge explosive play for Archer and got the ball back and. You know, you start talking about a sophomore doing things like that, but they are, they're, they're loaded now, and they seem to be gelling to the right time. That's going to be a grown man football game next week between Parkview and Grayson. Yeah, it really is. We just talked to Parkview's coach in the last segment. Yeah, listen to that. Yep. They're going to have a fantastic game. That's going to that's gonna be some Ooh. grown man ball. Yeah, and then that, the Parkview the, team. The, the speed, the, the that's speed what of those two teams yep. is going to be incredible if you're on the field watching those. I was thinking Parkview's got some talent that a lot of people are watching as well, right? Some some uh, some recruits that people have been watching all season long. I'll tell you what, Mike Matthews. Here's my advice about Mike Matthews. Go watch Mike Matthews when that ticket price is $10. Because in about three or four years, it's going to cost you $90 to watch Mike Matthews play. <laughs> Rusty, talk about the uh, let's talk about the other side of the metro area. We're talking about Cobb County. I've been impressed with yep. Walton all year. Uh, is Walton a contender among the teams you, like you saw tonight? The normal Gwinnett powerhouse teams. How's Walton measure up with them? Man, they are salty. They're nasty. They're fast. They got a a quarterback that's playing with high confidence. They are physical. You know, it's interesting. I talked to Grayson staff before the game, and I said, "Look, I know you guys." You know, I did that game. I know that was crazy. And they were honest. No, look, we got embarrassed. But they were – I thought what they told me, they said, listen, no offense to anybody else, but we haven't seen anybody like Jeremy Heslinski. I mean, that guy, what he can do and how he can manipulate you with his eyes, and he is so polished as a senior quarterback at Walton. I'm telling you now, as a coach – the golden rule is you never look ahead. Well, guess what? I'm not a coach. So <laughs> you, start look, you start looking ahead, and you start putting things on paper, and potentially you could be looking at Walton and Carrollton in round three on a coin flip. And you want to talk about some grown man football? Mm-hmm. Have Juju Lewis 
played Jeremy Heslinski and those guys in a rematch from last year, oof, I, I, that would be a that'd be one to watch for sure. It always feels like that this is the year we have all these teams that could win the state championship in 7A. I feel like every year I say this, but then it feels sure. right at the moment. But is it accurate, Rusty, to say that yes. there's more teams than normal that can win the state championship this year? I think in 6A and I think in 7A, you could really sit down and say there's six teams minimal, six teams minimum in each bracket that can win this thing. And that makes it exciting for us. You know, you look at Walsh, you look at Colquitt, Grayson's getting hot at the right time. Obviously, Parkview, you know, Buford's going to be a handful to deal with when you go down yep. the line. And, you know, it's just it's just what separates the state of Georgia, the depth and the speed. And, and I do this, we, we both, all three of us do this for a living, but just looking at Grayson and Archer, I went to midfield. I usually don't do this, but I went to midfield tonight in pregame. And I just watched both of those teams. And you think, man, that's what George, That's mm-hmm. what separates Georgia high school football are these coaching staff and these kids that look like that, specifically the D linemen for both teams. And I got, I was just sitting there thinking, man, in two weeks, in three weeks, in four weeks, there are going to be some really good football teams going home. But, man, I can't wait to watch this bracket unfold. It really is. It's a tournament, man. I can't mm-hmm. wait to see who wins this tournament. Uh, to see who plays in, in, in uh, even a bit bigger blessing this year in Mercedes-Benz. We'll have to worry about weather. We tuck in there uh, in a great facility, and these kids deserve to play there. And whoever made it work, thank you for making it work because these teams and these kids deserve. If you make it the state championship, weather should not be an issue. I think Rusty made it work. Didn't he tweet yeah, about he it and get something. him stirred up? You know what? That's, <laughs> uh, you know How what, about man, that? That's, Listen, if you're going to call Arthur Blank out, and listen, I sat there before I made that tweet, and I looked at myself, and I said, if you're going to hit press, you better have a set of backbone to back it up. And I said, you know what? This ain't right. And I hit it. And, I, and look, it got a million views. And I, I'm i good with that. And I don't know if I'm on Arthur Blank's Christmas list. <laughs> but, uh, you probably weren't but, anyway, Rusty, so it's probably okay. I probably weren't anyway. I, I'll be honest with you. I'm probably down the list a little bit, but – I thought about it, I really did, before I hit that tweet, and I thought, man, because I'm from northwest Georgia, and to see Cedartown have to play a game and something like that, and then you see nobody there. Mm-hmm. If it would have been Cedartown, Benedictine, and the Dome, it would have been nuts, crowded. And, uh, you know, I, I think I think if I could help it a little bit in that way, but don't think I didn't think about before I hit press on that one, like, wait a minute now. <laughs> this is a big boy tweet now. If you gonna start calling out that dude owns that building, so well, we're Luckily glad you I did. Survived it. And Sam, Sam was a part of the replay. You know, you, <laughs> oh, you helped oh, with that. Sam helped. Sam called the game with the yeah. replay. You know, hey, I was standing behind Sam, and I'm gonna tell you something. When we both, I was standing because I had the game next, and I'll never forget looking at Sam, looking at that replay. And he looked back at me, and we looked back at that referee in that box. <laughs> that referee ran a. He ran a four three out of that room. <laughs> uh, you know, I I feel for it, and I hate I hate that. I mean, I absolutely hate that for everybody because you know, the referee in that situation. I've heard the call about the explanation, and I get it. He thought the guy in the middle had the ball. He thought the guy laying there because it was basically a T, you know, almost a T formation, and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, and, and so much went wrong there. But I hope we get it right. That never happens because that thing went viral all over the world, and we don't want that type of publicity for Georgia high school football. But the end result is 
we got Mercedes Benz and we got replays. So, uh, you know, didn't want it to happen that way, but we're going to try to fix it. I'm glad that Georgia High School uh, jumped on that. Hopefully that never happens again. Yeah, folks, spending time with Rusty Mansell. You can hear him here in the Steakhouse uh, weekday mornings here on Sports Radio 929 The Game, among other places where you can find him. Uh, as publisher of uh, uh, at Dogs HQ, so many other things that he's involved with. I got I to ask you this: just you talked about Georgia high school football. The three of us were in the in the room last Saturday night uh, at the high school football yep. Hall of Fame. Before we uh, before we take off here tonight, just reflect on that night um, and and what it meant to see that type of talent. We talk about the talent now, but I, I, I put on my Twitter this week: is the talent has been here a long time. It has, and I, I didn't tell this story there, but I told him to the side. I, I stood at Barron Stadium in 1984 as a 12-year-old kid, and the game was sold out. It was West Rome and Cartersville. I believe it was region championship, and I stood at the fence, outside of the fence, as close as I could, just to see Keith Henderson walk out. And I remember thinking, this guy's bigger than this larger than life. I mean, I could not wait to see Keith Henderson go against his team. And I told him, I said, man, you were such an influence on me. That Monday night, a number 52 in junior midgets was wearing thighs. I had that. I had my thigh patch taped up like I was going to carry the ball or something. You know what I mean? I, I remember trying to talk my dad into a neck roll. He's like, hey, man, slow you roll down. You're not Keith Henderson, you know, but – but I still remember to this day, I just wanted to see that guy. And to be standing in a room with people like that, and you go all the way back to the history. But, you know, that that's what it's about, man, to see those guys, those types of guys. And, you know, to see Mike Bobo and DJ Shockley and Ray Golf and all these guys. And, and uh, you know, I, I love the, you know, the older guys that were there and they had all their support from their teams. It just means so much, truly. But, I can't tell you the response. I said it on TV tonight. Two guys I want to thank. Nikio Spikes and Champ Baylor. Neither one of them had to be there. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. man, you talked about two dudes that were front row and two dudes that didn't leave till that thing was over. Uh, knowing they had a lot, Nikio Spikes has to, you know, do SEC Network and know what's going on. But it just shows you what that, what that, that, that brotherhood of Georgia high school football means. You can go off to different colleges. But it's like Champ said, you should tell everybody, hey, man, I played high school football in Georgia, and we were the best. So it's a lot of pride there. And that, that, that really just uh, it really is one of the best events of the night. And I'm glad to have a small part of it like you guys are. Yep, yeah, it was great to see Jeff Saturday. Um, you're talking oh, he was one. fantastic. Yep. Fantastic, man. Fantastic. So, yeah, it was great. It was a great event. We'll have our work cut out for us on this next group. But, you know, we're still not even close to being called up. But yep. those are big world problems. I don't know about you. I'm already hearing from some people say, well, what did you, you – you guys you guys know about this guy? You guys heard about – I'm not, Oh, I'm already... I got a text tonight. I got a text tonight <laughs> from, a, from a player that – hey, guy played in the 60s at Lucy Laney High School. I'm going to have to look him up, and I'm going to have to push him on that territory. So, but no kidding. Got a text tonight from a player in the 60s. Wow, down in Augusta. They had some good ball players down that way. Yeah, um, absolutely, absolutely, Russ. We appreciate you spending some time on the hey, road. Man, are, are, are you are you going to Jacksonville? I am not. I sent my daughter down there, and I told uh, Brandon Adams tonight. I said, "Look, this is your media daughter. This is her first Georgia Florida game. You're in charge." So, uh, <laughs> Kaylee Mansell down there representing us tonight. And this stretch run, man, Georgia's about to go on. Uh, be busy. Also, the high school football playoffs and. Those types of things, I, I'm going to sit at home. I have, this is what I call a 100-calorie day. I'm only going to burn 100 calories tomorrow. <laughs> <I'm not> 
Rusty, thanks so much for joining us. It's always great to catch up with you, man. And, hey, we're gonna be, we'd love to catch up with you some more on some Friday nights yeah. going down the straights, going down the stretch. Look, guys, I, I tell you all the time, man, I listen to you all every week, half for years. What you all do for high school football around the state is fantastic. Love you guys being on every Friday night. And I always go back, and I'm going to do it right now. I go on the Odyssey app, and I hit about 9 p.m., and I listen to that last two hours. So I appreciate you guys what you do every week. Thanks, Rusty. Appreciate you, man. Thanks, thanks guys. All right, that is Rusty Bansell with us. And I mean, he, he's, he's wearing so many different hats, man. Yeah. Well, he's the, all over the place. We always talk about, we got to go, but we got to talk about the reason the high school football in Georgia is good, the players, you know, and the coaches and the coverage. Yeah. It is all three. I mean, it's great coaches, great players, great coverage. Rusty's a big part of that among many other people. Yep, and uh, we see the combination of that uh, last weekend at the High School Hall of Fame. Um, and like I said, we got some things. We got the, the uh, championship games at Mercedes-Benz Stadium, some things that we worried about, some weather conditions and some things with the officiating. We hope that those things are not worries. We still want get to the, get the teams there to play the games, all right? That's right. That's right. That's what we're going to want to see next week. And we're getting closer next week. The final week of the regular season. Uh, is there anything that is not settled? Any uh, teams making it in and out of the playoffs? Any teams that are playing for the region championships? Any teams that are playing for seeding positions? Uh, we try to get that all solved next Friday night in the final week of the regular season. My goodness, it is it is blown by. You know, it really has the regular season. We get next week, and then it's time for the postseason. Roll up our sleeves and go at it all over again. So glad you're with us with this abbreviated version. Uh, the High School Scoreboard Show. We have the full show for you next week. That's all for tonight. Thank you with us. Uh, Garrett Chapman, great work on the side of the glass. Day-Day Lewis, great work as well. For Chris Parker, Sam Crenshaw saying so long. We'll see you next week here on the Scoreboard Show. It's your Scoreboard Show on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game and 92.9thegame.com. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.